What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Ba, 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 ba. Your thrice weekly podcast that covers the hottest topics with a touch of what, Terence? Good old festive humor, man. Good old festive humor, man. Yeah, yeah. So this is literally the f- the, the the last podcast of 2022 for us, lah. Mm, mm. And uh, I think in the spirit of it being the end of the year and things slowing down, we decided to take our time a little bit and spread out spread it out over two episodes rather than rush through everything in one episode, right? Yeah, la, but I was going for something a little more self-reflective. La. Not immediately into the content of the podcast, la, Terrence. Oh, yeah, yeah. Think this back is, to Yalabot episode it's one. It's the idea. Harish, conversation, <laughs> you don't you don't just go right into say stating a point. You kinda every you know, conversation is a is ebb and flow. It's a it's like a fencing thing, you you know, touche, touch and go and then you know you someone says something, you say something. It's not just you say you say what you wanna say and then hey, why is the other person not playing ball? That's not how conversation <laughs> works, Harish. How apt for our <laughs> final podcast of the year, which is, you know, a podcast about disagreement for us to start with a disagreement. Mm. Uh. How poetic. Start with a disagreement. Yeah, yeah, start yeah. with a disagreement. Yeah. But I, I guess everyone can tell that you maybe you're not so stressed about your wedding now. And so yeah, you're back yeah. to being your, back to being your... Uh, Annoying best. Uh, abrasive, abrasive <laughs> self, like, right? My, as, as one listener put, my mercurial self. Yeah, my mercurial ranting, abrasive. You know, yeah, no yeah. longer having to compromise and to <laughs> please everybody anymore. Harish is back to his best at disagreeing I'm with back man. Just contrarian lah, contrarian for the sake of being a contrarian. Exactly, yeah. I'm back to just poking when it, there's no reason to poke. Just poke. Yeah, just yeah, poke. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's one of those things like It's like I think uh, a lot of times in our YouTube days when hanging out with you and maybe uh, other YouTubers, there are points when. Everyone, then you get into this like this thing where you start to try and poke people very hard, and then they, then then the, the other personality enjoys that also, and then you all just keep poking each other, and it's just a uh, it's a bit very uncomfortable for other people <laughs> sitting around the table, and nobody says anything because it's like okay like, you know they are, they need attention, so we just let me. So that's the kind of feeling that 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 I'm talking about like, You know that that. When you say you want to poke, when you poke people, and then I'm like, hey, Harish, that's not conversation. You're just like, <laughs> you know, poking for the sake of poking, you know. Yeah. Oh, Terrence, how long have you been yeah. holding on to that? Because uh? it is the first no, time no, no. you're telling me about that. I've always told you, I've always told you, like, at times I, I just get a bit like, okay, fine, can we just move on from whatever <laughs> joke that you're trying to build on and, and all that. I think I've mentioned it before. Yeah, I think, yeah, sure, I think like. so. I think I know specifically who so. you're talking about. Uh, I think yeah, I yeah, yeah. I think Sometimes I it just gets like, the point was like, guys, can we just move on? It's like, we need to order lunch or something. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, that's, that's, yeah. that was a, a little thing from years ago that Darren still holds on to. No, yes. no, no, I mean, it's, I mean, I just reflect, you said self-reflective, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah self-reflective. <laughs> See, the, 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 when I talk about being self-reflective, they, oh, cannot be this, cannot be that kind of self-reflective. For the year, lah, dude. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, for the year. Let's constrain <laughs> our conversation artificially exactly. to, to the year. Okay. To the year. Which is what we're doing. Year. Actually, that's what, that's the theme of what we're doing, lah, right? See? See, I had the goal <laughs> in mind, dude. I was two mm-hmm. steps ahead of you. Two steps ahead yeah. of you. But yes, we yes. are doing that because today we're going to be covering the the top five, the part two, la, part two of the top mm. 10 trending searches in Singapore. Yes, yes, correct. correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, but before that, before that, mm. uh, 
Is there any any specific thing we'd like to say, Terence? Um, I think just uh, took a sip of water. Yeah, yeah. For us, I think we talked about. You know, usually we do a plug, but I think it's a good time to just uh, talk a little bit about uh, folklore, which is something that we've been pushing very hard uh, in terms of like uh, you know pushing for to to try and get more people to buy folklories, but also just just putting the word out there about what we're doing with folklore and and. Being self-reflective, you know, maybe now's a good time to just look at what we've achieved, uh, you know, since about March or so when we really started this big push, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, since then, we have uh, had someone join us to help us scale it mm. up. Uh, we had mm. uh, our editor, Tristan, jo- uh, mm. do the bulk of folklore editing. And I mean, since yeah. March, when we've been trying to be a bit more cognizant of how we are pushing it, how we are marketing it, we've actually gotten mm. like, 26 customers um, across mm. f- and made like recorded 59 episodes. 26 mm. customers, 59 uh, folklories. Uh, in this past December, we just closed a, a first deal with a, a, a business, so a corporate deal. Um, and, and yeah, I think I think throughout the year, we there were times we were like, oh, okay, like what, why is this not working? Why is that not working? But then yeah. when we look at the, the span of the year, it's actually quite a something we are super proud of. Lah. Mm, mm, yeah, right. and 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 a big shout out to uh, a lot of you guys who listen and and put your trust in us to try out folklore, uh, and and from what we've heard, had a good experience, la. So so next year is just gonna be taking it to the next level. Mm, yeah, I mean, but we, I think it also might be worth mentioning that uh, we've not only recorded folklories for people in Singapore or mm. even people in Asia, we've gone way beyond our geographical uh, boundaries. And uh, you want to? There's a whole list of countries, like, I think. Yeah. Uh, you want to just run through what these what these countries are? Yeah. So far, it's Singapore, Macau, U.S., Canada, Mexico, India, Australia, Malaysia, Germany, South Africa, and Hong Kong. Um, wow. Which which wow. is quite mind blowing, and I mean the reason mm. we're we're sharing this is also because uh, I mean just shout out to you guys for supporting us, and also as we grow next year, if any of you listening. Uh, feel that you can contribute in some way, shape or form, uh, working with us in some way, supporting us in some way, just reach out because we're always mm. on the lookout for great people to work with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and I mean, we also have a sale that is going to end uh, at midnight on 31st December 2022 uh, mm. and, and you can get 25% off with a particular promo code, which is what, Terrence? Ho, 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 25. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's H-O-H-O-H-O-25 uh, at folklory.com. Just click on the link in the description. Um, our teammate will also be sending out a newsletter uh, mm. detailing kind of more details about how this year has been. You can subscribe to, to that and also at a link, a Substack link in the description. So, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, a bit, it's, it's a different one from our Yalabat uh, newsletter. Our just try only newsletter, like, right? It's oh yes, the yes, yes, correct. Specifically, the specific uh, folklore newsletter. Yeah. yeah, it's called the folklore. Uh, yeah. All the links in the show notes, uh, along with the mm. link to our Yalabat newsletter um, called mm. Just Try That's Only. Right. So, mm. so yeah, lo- lots of stuff to click on. Yeah, but um, we also have a list to get through of yes. number five to number one on top. 10 Google search trends in Singapore. Yes. So shall we jump right into it and pick up where we left off? Sure. And and I yeah. think uh, it's my turn, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. It is. So, so, so number five, I mean, just to recap, 10 to 6, it was 
Thor Love and Thunder, GST Voucher 2022, COVID-19 mm. Cases Singapore, Shinzo Abe, and iPhone 14. Uh, mm. So now at number five, it is the Australian Open. The Aussie Open. Aussie Open. <laughs> and why was it such a significant thing, Terence? Uh, but to be specific, we're talking about, I, I, think, I think we're referring to the tennis, the tennis Australian Open, right? Oh, are there other Australian Opens? I'm sure other, there are other sports that have the, that play in Australia and call it Australian Open as well. Oh, I see, I see. Uh, if okay. I'm not wrong. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to be specific. Huh? The Australian yes, the Open. Tennis, the, the Tennis Australian Open. Yeah. So, so you're asking me why this is number, why why I think this might be number five, so high up on the Singapore's list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Actually, I am I am always quite surprised that the the interest in the Australian Open from Singapore Google search trends are. Because I, I never knew tennis as a, you know, a mass uh, spectator sport in Singapore. Mm, mm. So it is always quite surprising that it, people are searching Australian Open and specifically the Australian Open versus other events like Wimbledon or the French Open or what, right? Oh. So I'm not a hundred, I don't, I, I don't have a good answer for that, but what, what do you think? For me, it was because of the whole controversy with Djokovic. I think, mm. like, I think, you know, like where mm. he, uh, I mean, basically what happened was that he flew to Australia. Um, yeah. He was set to take part in the Australian Open, but because he's mm. a big uh, campaigner against vaccinations, uh, I think yeah. up till now he remains unvaccinated. Uh, mm. On the eve of the Australian Open, he was deported from Australia and he had to leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, it was a big and, hoo-ha because... Uh, people were saying that should he be given an exception to participate in the Australian Open, right? Yeah, exactly. Given that exactly. he's like world number one, he's 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 there to defend his title, and and uh, I think he was defending his title, yeah. And then uh, it was basically he, Nadal, and and Federer were yeah. all tied at twenty Grand Slams at that point in time, and you know, they, people were waiting to see if nadal or or Djokovic might break that uh that deadlock like, because Federer wasn't playing yeah. so it was a yeah it was a, there was a lot of debate about whether he should be allowed in the country because of with special exceptions because of the historic nature of uh of what he's about to do like, yeah and and because other Australians also I think at that point in time they couldn't come back to Australia um, mm, mm, um, and right. there was a few other tennis players who didn't get their um uh, visa approved like. So mm. I guess what made it more tricky is that he was in Australia and there were protests outside the hotel um, mm. and mm. he got even released temporarily for a training session while the decision was being discussed uh, in the Australian yeah. government and then boom, the yeah. day before he had to he had to leave. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I remember it was, I think we also covered it on the podcast because it was, it was one of those topics that, oh, like is there elitism at play, uh, you mm. know, uh, is there double standards? And at that point in time, even Singapore with COVID, we were a bit like, oh, what the fuck's going on, right? Like everyone was still wearing masks. Mm, there was still a mm. lot of restrictions and all, right? Mm, mm, yeah. And I think the uh, there was also a very big camp that uh, yeah, didn't didn't want to see Djokovic surpass Federer or Nadal in Grand Slams as well. Because <laughs> mm. Djokovic, uh, actually, he's not, I mean, he's he's definitely a legend of the sport, right? He's, He's one of the best players ever, but arguably even the best player ever. Yeah. But uh, in the hearts of a lot of fans, he 
he's not the most popular uh, star also la, compared to Nadal or Federer, la, right? Yeah, yeah correct, I think correct. I think there's a very romantic, uh, there's a romanticism around the way Federer plays and his great rivalry with Nadal and their, and their love-hate relationship. And not even love-hate, it's just a, it's a love relationship, it's a, it's a lovely relationship between them. And Djokovic is always seen as the guy who comes to spoil the party la, between them, yeah. you know? The soccer, the dream. Right? The soccer. Yeah. And then and, and his style of play, I guess he's more like playing against him is probably feels like the most apt description is like playing against a wall. Mm. He hits everything back and it's not necessarily the most pretty balls, but he hits everything back. Mm. Whereas Federer and Nadal are seen more like, you know, for what Federer is the artist and Nadal's the 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 matador and all that, mm. you know. So um he's never been the most popular figure he's, he's polarizing like then plus you add on his his anti-vax uh you know opinions and and gluten gluten intolerance and everything so yeah there, there, there was that camp also they just didn't want to see him like uh play in australia open like, for sure and and the the irony is that nadal ended up winning right yeah nadal broke that that deadlock with yeah. and beat medvedev in the final and and i think even federal fans were uh federal fans in general are happy when nadal wins yeah, because yeah. It, it's it's forever etched in history the rivalry between Nadal and Federer um, it, it's like whether you love Federer or, or you love Nadal like you can't deny that that was one of the greatest rivalries ever uh, in any sport like, right yeah yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and and I mean like uh, the, the thing is now Djokovic as we speak is in Australia for the upcoming Australian Open which was mm. also controversial mm. because he had a three year ban that was overturned mm. I think in September um, yeah. So now he's back, and oh, yeah. you can imagine because at the time when it was de- being debated whether or not he should be deported, I think there was a public mm. survey that was run in Australia, and seventy percent of people said they want him to be deported. So you can imagine yeah. when he goes back now for such a spectator sport, right? Already, people like crowds don't like neutral crowds never really support Djokovic, right? Or you imagine mm. the crowd mm. in this case, lah. Yeah, yeah, ooh, uh, ooh. but. But that's the thing, like, um, I think it's been documented a lot of times that Djokovic has always, like, uh, he's always known that the crowd is against him and he has, he claims that he uses it as mo- as fuel uh, to play better. Mm, mm. Like, he tries to imagine that whatever boos he's hearing are actually cheering for him. Wow. And um, that's why, that's why he's really, like, you know, mentally that strong. Like, I mean, there's been so many instances he broke everyone's hearts in the 20, I think 2018 Wimbledon final yeah, against Federer. Yeah, correct, correct. When he, when he was down two match points and he still came back and, and, and won the match. But, but yeah, so that's the thing about Djokovic. Like, um, even my phone when I was doing research for this, I was typing out Djokovic's name and then the autocorrect, the first thing that came out was Djokovidiot. Okay. And I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know if that's something I've actually typed before. Is it like so much in the lexicon of like, that the Apple even decided, oh, let's do, let's make sure that autocorrect Djokovic is in your phone. Djokovic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's how a lot of people remember Djokovic, unfortunately. Uh, oh, Djokovic. Uh, yeah. oh, I just tried and I think it might be your phone. <laughs> it might be me, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like, no, no, no. I I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm slightly biased also because big Federer and Nadal. Fan. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I still respect Djokovic a lot, but uh, kind of agree with a lot of things that he did in the last couple of years with regards mm. to COVID, yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah. So, so yeah, so that was number five. Maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah, that was number five. Um, and then now we move on to number four in number the top ten four. most searched Google searches yeah. in Singapore in 2022. It is Queen Elizabeth. 
Queen yes. Elizabeth. Rest in peace to Queen Rest Elizabeth. Yeah. Yes. Um, this was in, I think it was in September, right? When she yeah, passed. Yeah, 8 September. 8 September. Yeah, early September. Um, and yeah, it's been, um, you know, it's it's uh, the end of an era uh, for sure. She's, how long was she the, the monarch? How long was she the monarch for? Like really, I think she's one of the longest serving monarchs ever, right? She's the uh, longest of any British monarch and the longest mm-hmm. verified reign of any female monarch in history. So her reign was female, seven, okay. yeah, 70 years and 214 days. Wow. wow 70, 70 years. years and 214 days. Wow, what crazy, the man. hell, man? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, her coronation was on 2nd June 1953. Mm, well, that's pretty crazy. So she became, uh, yeah, when she was 25 and then she passed away when she was 96. Mm, oh mm, my god, yeah. man, that's insane! Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, the the dust has settled a bit since she passed, like, right? And mm. uh, I think the the iconic moment in recently was when uh, King Charles. Wow, it f- feels so weird to say King, King Charles. Charles. Yeah, King Charles. But King Charles delivered the the annual Christmas address. I think the Christmas address to the oh, is it to the British people? Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think he he broke tradition because I mean. How the Queen has done it all, all this while is she sits behind her desk yeah. and, and delivers it. But King Charles stood to deliver it this time. So that, that a lot of people notice that as, you know, breaking from the 70-year tradition of the Christmas message, uh, which, I mean, yeah, like, you know, he's a, he's a new king. He needs to assert, assert his authority by standing up as opposed to sitting down. Can't blame him. Um, but yeah, that, that's not the only reason the royal family has been in the news recently as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, what's, for, what's the other for part better of it? or worse, it is the recent Netflix documentary series uh, called mm. Harry and Meghan. Mm, um, that's right. And I don't know, like, um, there, there, there are certain things they say. I mean, it just felt because it Have came you watched out, it? You watched the series? Uh, my wife watched it when we were uh, in Bali. I watched a, like a bit here and there. Uh, mm. I don't know, like, I, I, I found it a bit uh, cringy, but I mean, mm. the more she told me about it, the more, yeah, like, it's just, you, 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 I mean, you can, you can, it's just their side, like, it's just their side. Of course, it's produced by their production house. Uh, mm. It felt weird mm. that they don't speak to anyone from the royal family um, yeah. or from the institution. So, but yeah, it, it, it's just like that. Like, but they do mention certain things about Queen Elizabeth, I believe, or, the, or like, basically mm. the family, like. Yeah, I think I, I tried to watch the first episode mm. and um, yeah, it was just so cringe. It was like uh, every other minute they said or maybe one of them said something that seemed completely seemed to completely contradict whatever they were doing. They're like, you know, I'm doing, I did this because I need to protect the privacy of my family, you know, and then literally he's saying that to a to a you know fifty thousand dollar camera that's filming them for a Netflix series that they got paid I don't know how many millions to do, and then mm. to show the pictures of their children and then they're like yeah you know we wanted to, it to feel as authentic as possible so we you know our friend told us to record ourselves using using our phones and and I mean it's as inauthentic as it gets like it's it's literally the you read the playbook on how to how do you how do you look authentic while while doing a taking a selfie video of yourself, it's like you know, take a selfie of video of yourself right after you get out of the shower, with the towel still around your head, and then that because of that, that feels authentic. I'm like, come on, guys, oh, like, <laughs> yeah, that's I what Meghan Markle like. Part, yeah. 
yeah, like the the I think the first selfie video, she's like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing, and she's like, literally just came out of the shower and all that. I'm like, what 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 kind of person like before they even you know put on clothes or and everything they're already like thinking thinking okay this is the best time to take a selfie video of myself but but it's only someone who feels like okay this is a this is a way to make it feel authentic you know then they do it but i know i know my wife uh did say that after watching Mm. the full series um Mm. it did it did change her mind a bit about certain things like in the sense that of course it's very one-sided um Mm. but there are certain things that that make you think like oh was it like what else what else could they have done like if if the mm. narrative is being painted like one way is this mm. their attempt at trying to okay correct certain things of course they can go overboard but i just mm. thought hmm okay uh it's another side of course it would be great if there's a neutral party to make a documentary that takes both sides but yeah. i don't know man it just feels Are like there any um, specifics do you have any specifics about what um, what what changed uh, what opinions changed I think there was one part where uh, Prince Harry, I mean, like Harry and Meghan said, uh, wrote a private letter to the Queen, oh no, or, or mm. King Charles. And mm-hmm. I think there was an agreement that it would stay between them, but then it mm. got leaked to the press. And mm. I think that, uh, I mean, she was she was very uh, critical about a lot of other things. And I will say, although mm. she started off not the biggest fan of them, um, I think right now she's still similar kind of sentiments but she says certain things that made her think a bit like oh well if that's really the case that's that's kind of messed up um Mm. and i think you know like as you as you get older you deal more with families you know you see this you see that sometimes uh there might be things that that a lot of other people think which might not be Mm. the truth so 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 yeah. so basically, I know like a lot of people have been shitting on it. I know Jeremy Clarkson wrote some stupid ass shit in the in a column in the UK. Um, mm, mm. But yeah, it's just one of those things that uh, maybe like I, I don't know. I, I I haven't watched it, so I can't comment. But when mm. she told me that, and I and I trust the judgment on a lot of things, I was like, huh, okay, maybe maybe there's something there, like, There's something there. I mean, I essentially, know. I think you what what you just said essentially encapsulates what Harry is doing uh, I trust yep. the judgment on a lot of things and and, and oh and, he said uh, that <laughs> no I mean essentially I think that's basically what what is happening like she she's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of he says she says you know yeah, yeah correct, correct how she's feeling and I'm doing this to protect my family you know so I, I'm just pointing out that there's a lot of subjectivity in, in, in their relationship with the royal family and all that right obviously yeah, because yeah. even when you said something is leaked to the press like who leaked it, like, right? You know, yeah, that's the exactly. question. Could so, it even be a, a own self leak oneself? But but the objective truth about certain things is that, you know, if you are the father of a young child and you what you're trying to say is I'm trying to protect the privacy of my family and all that. Don't the big share. thing that just don't <laughs> fucking sign a Netflix deal where you have to take selfie videos of yourself and your family and just going out for walks and all that for the sake of content, right? You know? Yeah. So that to me, all these glaring uh, inconsistencies in what they say, really make me like uh, discount. It, it just naturally, you just naturally discount everything that they say, even if it makes sense to a certain extent, like, Right? You know? Yeah. So, so I mean, so that's overall, why that's why I, I try to watch it, and I try to watch it as a, from the angle of I'm interested in to to hear their side of the story and and all. But those how then, those glaring, I, I I mean I think. I got to the point where they, they just started to talk about how they met and their, and their relationship and how awesome it was when they met and all that. And 
how she, yeah, he was just an irregular guy. She didn't even know who he was as a prince. I'm like, come on. How many, man, how many episodes on. in? How many episodes in? <laughs> one, one, one. I'm only in the first episode. Oh. And I'm like, no, really so, 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 yeah. I asked that because I watched the first episode with my wife. And mm-hmm. at the end of it, we were like, wow, this is fucking cringe. So I stopped watching. Mm-hmm. But every yeah. day she would watch another episode. And you know how you were asking me on like uh, the wedding rating, right? I asked her, hey, so how? Any updates? And I think mm-hmm. it was only maybe the last couple of episodes where she said there were certain moments where, hmm, okay. Um, mm. uh, but overall, I mean, I still cannot give a shit <laughs> about mm. the whole thing. That's why I have no compulsion to watch it at all. Because to me, it's like a family drama times, times a thousand, like. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's just one of the things that you know, families are can be so complicated. Then someone with yeah. the royal family and all the media, oh allow it. It sounds yeah. horrible, man, to be in that situation. Yeah. yeah, and it can lead people into tangents when we're supposed to be talking about the Queen passing away. Yeah, exactly. We talking about <laughs> Harry and Meghan. For but are you are you gonna like carry on watching? Are you gonna carry on watching? <sighs> I don't know, man. Maybe 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 in like when I'm like lonely and depressed and and I've finished playing all my video games, and then maybe I'll I'll like open it up and watch it lah. Yeah, maybe I don't know. It's just I they they got to a point where they are talking about their relationship, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, the, the one I couldn't too much. Yeah, this way too much. But I mean, it's just so so like ironic that the year that the Queen passes away, which is September, a couple. That means they would probably have been in the final stages of of editing this. And mm, it just felt no. like, I think the timing was was horrible for it to come out. Yeah, just that's a another few thing to say later. also. Yeah, yeah. Because even I mean, uh, not not the same lah. But you know, the Crown, right? The Netflix series, the the you know, that's based loosely on 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 the based on the lives of the royal family and all that. Uh, even they, you know, took a hiatus from production during the Queen's passing and all that, right? Yeah. Um and. Say what you want about about the crown, you know they they claim always a love letter to the queen and everything, right? Yeah, and the, but the the family has distanced itself from the crown, obviously. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's still a dramatized version of events, right? Mm. Whereas what Harry and Meghan are presenting is a very one sided uh, their version of events that that they claim to be entirely true because it's their first hand accounts. And yeah, like the timing is is, is yeah. nasty because it's so soon after the the queen's the head of the family's death, lah, right? Yeah, and and I mean, like like I mean, for us, you know, like the 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 mantra for this podcast and a lot of things we do is that yeah, you should always consider both perspectives. And mm. even if you want to talk about certain things uh, or you accuse someone, they should be able to be, to, to defend themselves, lah, right? Or have the opportunity mm. to. Now you yeah. release this, and the queen is no longer there. Oh, allow it. It's just. Yeah, when I saw the yeah. first few trailers, I was like, what the fuck? You're releasing this this year? Yeah. And it's like, that means one of the first things that your dad as the king has to do in office is to yeah. damage control based <laughs> on your <laughs> based on your Netflix series being released. Uh. So yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, what a what a great first gift to your father when he became he becomes king. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> So yeah, like it's just one of those things that I mean the, the royal family no, still that, that, boggles my mind. But, uh. Yeah, so so I mean that that's where it's so it's so it's so cynical, right? It's, yeah, like the starting point already like is they, like, they, yeah, yeah. They claim they do want all this drama, they do want all this attention, but they choose the worst time, or at least the most distasteful time, uh, possible to release the the, the thing, la. Of course, you could argue maybe there's no better time for the marketing and all, that, Right? But if you had any decency, you know, given that it's your grandmother who just passed, and and is it grandmother? Yeah, grandmother who grandmother who passed and all. 
then then yeah, you would maybe give it a bit more time, lah, right? Yes, exactly. Uh, so, yeah. so yeah, the the starting point already was like, oof. <laughs> so I was asking my wife, also, why are you watching this? Uh? why, why? No, I, I won't deny, uh, as you know, if you have any kind of interest in the royal family or the crown, yeah, you super probably would. Yeah, you would, would should give it a chance, but it really got to a point where it made me feel irritated. Even though I was just trying to get around my day, I was, every five minutes I was just like complaining about it to my <laughs> wife, and she's like, "Why? Why do we keep watching this if we're so irritated by it?" Oh, so like, she also know. didn't want to watch, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She also was turned off after a while already. Yeah, oh. yeah. So don't 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 think it's just me ranting about it. It's like I've got other people. So like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I think correct. I think it was one of those like maybe it was Singapore social for her. After you turn off <laughs> and you just watch, uh, yeah. but she she watches the Crown, and I'm, I'm sure you also watch the Crown, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. We watched the Crown, yeah, but uh, but we haven't got to the latest season at all. I never but, got uh, into the Crown. I watched one season. And I was like, mm, all right, all right. Yeah, not my yeah. cup of tea. Yeah, but but yeah, yes. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on to, to number three. This one, uh, like, I was a bit surprised. Uh, mm. And it is none other than the Causeway Link. Or more specifically, mm. just Causeway Link. Mm. That's Causeway right. Link. And uh, I, the only reason I can think of why it's so highly searched is because uh, it was maybe, what, in May or June where the borders to, the, the Causeway to Malaysia opened? Was it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why people yeah. were searching lah. Because Causeway Link is also is a is a public bus operator in JB, you know? Yeah. So I was that when I was Googling it, I was like, hey, this is like um I mean it's the best thing ever for the, the company, <laughs> the right? Company, the that side. people are tra- just generally let's say you want to just search for traffic on on the causeway, you type in causeway link and it brings you to the the first uh, page, which is the, your company's page, which is like Wow, the naming of the of the company couldn't have been any better. Causeway links, like right? Yeah, but I think their website yeah. presence is not that good because the the first thing is the Wikipedia article, but not the yeah. company, not the company link, the Causeway yeah. link. So, yeah. but but I mean, what? Why did you go to Malaysia at any point? Do you drive out? No, 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 not not recently. No, but, but I, I, why you're asking why people are searching? Is it? Yeah, I mean, no, I think it's because. Why? The as much as uh, there's a lot of literature out there about when's the best time to go and all that, nothing beats uh, literally checking the camera, the the camera on the causeway uh, on to see what traffic conditions oh. are. Nothing beats that. That is the most up to date, the most the best way to just assess whether, uh, you know, you can make a decision between leaving at eight a.m. and then being in the line for like four hours and reaching JB maybe at one p.m. or something. Or you could just wait till like noon and then when it dies down a little bit, then you take an, an hour or two to get in and then you'll be there at two o'clock. So you spend less time in the jam. So it's strongly, strongly advised to really log in and check the camera before you embark on your journey. Yeah. Oh, but so then, but the thing is the causeway link, like what's the website that you see that? I think the LTA, there's an LTA uh, website. Uh, I think Gov some so even one then, motoring or something yeah because on the whole first page of, of the Causeway Link uh, Google search mm. there's nothing about the camera right yeah so that's the thing that's why I'm, I'm, I'm kind of confused that's why I'm a little bit confused why people are searching Causeway Link rather than like Causeway Camera or something because that that would be the most immediate thing that I would think of checking the camera before you drive in oh oh but yeah. wait actually 
just now, uh, actually, if you search Causeway Link, the first link mm. is not, sorry, it's not the Wikipedia. I think that was my autocomplete. The first link is causewaylink.com.my and it's the largest yeah. cross-border bus service. So maybe, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, we do have a lot of people who come into Singapore from Malaysia and, mm. and go back every day, right? Yeah, so it maybe could be checking the bus. Huh? Yeah. Just checking the bus lah. Oh, yeah. Causeway Link. So it is the bus company. Wow. It is, yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah. You mean, like like what you say, like if the website, I mean, the, the, it's such a powerful, um, it's such powerful SEO, right? When your website is like the number three most search term in Singapore. Yeah, in man. Uh, that's pretty impressive. I mean, it's, uh, I would say the naming, the naming of your company, Causeway Link, is is genius, lah. Right? It's like yeah, it ranks up there with like uh, naming your company, say Honest B. You know, when you when you want to do when you want to be very look very honest or shop. Oh, we work lah. We work. Uh, we work. Yeah, Shopee. You know, to tell people here's where you come to shop. Or we work. Yeah, you go there to work. Causeway link. You go there to Causeway. You know, <laughs> it's too perfect. <laughs> to link up, ah, to link up, to link, to link up. yeah, Causeway link, to link, link you with your family via the Causeway. It's a great naming, great naming. Causeway link ranks oh, so, up right up there. And I mean, the the peak of the search was in January. So was that hmm. when the borders opened or something? Maybe for Malaysians to come in to work. I don't know. I'm yeah, not, I can't remember I think, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. So so I mean, it's the third most search term. So yeah. so yeah, I think it was it was sometime in January when. When something something happened la. Mm. Uh yeah, so so that's the number three search term. I mean I don't know yeah. what else to say about Causewilling apart from well, like um they, their business probably suffered quite a bit during COVID. And now if mm. they're doing well then good on ya. At least they know they're doing well on the Google search trends. Right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. yes, that brings us to number two. Number which two. is actually um Something quite surprising. I, mm. I I didn't imagine that this would be the number two most searched term in Singapore. But mm. number two is Ukraine. Mm. Ukraine. Oh, you didn't I mean, think everyone, it would be that high up, is it? Yeah, I did not realize that Singaporeans would be so interested in searching about what is going on in Ukraine or getting news about it, oh. like, right? Um, I, see, I, see. I mean, yes, it's, it's coffee shop talk about you know Russia, Ukraine, everything. But for people to be searching for news on it maybe maybe it was just a a lot of interest when the when the war first uh, happened right yeah yeah i mean even yeah. the if you look at the search trends it peaks in uh, february to march la. Mm-hmm. um so that's where i mean for those of you who are listening to just at this episode um on the google trending page it does have a little note about how these lists are populated and it basically is based on search terms that had the highest spike this year as compared to the previous mm. year. Yeah. So definitely, so, for sure, Ukraine would be up there, right? Yeah, Ukraine. Because, I mean, I'm guessing it's not the most search term. It's not the most, it's not the sexiest travel destination or anything in previous mm-hmm. years. Um, yeah. But Ukraine now, I mean, the fact is, if you Google Russia, Ukraine now, even as recent as yesterday, there was a fucking just a barrage of missiles that were were uh, targeting the electricity grid yeah, of Ukraine. Yeah, that's and right. It, it's just mind-blowing. Like, the whole thing started on 24th February 2022. Now it's day mm. 309. Yeah. And uh, I think he the the leader of Ukraine, uh, Vladimir, Vladimir, is it Vladimir? 
Vla, ja, Vla, Vla, Zelensky, eller Vladimir Zelensky. Ja, Vladimir, Vladimir Zelensky. Ja, yeah, not Vladimir, is it? Fuck, what's his name? Uh, uh, I don't remember his first name. Uh, Zelensky, right? Yeah, Regardless. Zelensky. We'll, we'll correct that in a bit. But um, yeah. he was in the news recently because, yeah, he made a trip to the US and spoke to the Congress, gave a speech to Congress, and uh, which was very well received uh, by, you know, both all the politicians got a standing ovation and, and was presented with the US flag and, and, and had a meeting with the Joe Biden and everything. So oh, they're that? really on the PR offensive like, right now. When was that? Just a few days ago. I mean, like a week ago, was it? Oh, he flew you, to the US. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, the interesting thing is that there's a whole, you know, I mean, the, one of the first things that came to my mind was like, wow, this guy in the middle of a war, in the yeah. middle of a war that his country is in, where Russia is probably controlling the airspace and, and, and guarding the borders and everything. Um, he's able to get out of the country and go to the US and give a speech, a very highly publicized televised speech to the world, uh, which is pretty crazy. Because uh, I think he was trying to do that for the World Cup. Like He wanted a message to be broadcast before the start of the, the World Cup final, but his request was rejected, uh, right? Because mm. uh, obviously World Cup doesn't want to bring politics into the game because uh, yeah, it will, it will offend one of the, the you know, offend a big country like Russia and all that. So, um, but this, he got he got to air his to air his uh, grievances and everything in front of Congress in the US. That was uh, recently, whole, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally in the last couple of weeks. Um, oh. Yeah, you probably uh, it probably happened near your wedding or what? Oh, twenty second December, twenty yeah. second December. Correct. His visit yeah, to yeah. Washington. Yeah. So there's a whole big story about how he managed to pull it off, and then how he had to. Uh, you know, we whisked onto a train to get to the border with Poland, uh, because Russia is controlling airspace in Ukraine, and 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 only from Poland. That's why I mean, Poland's it's through Poland that a lot of uh, supplies are flown in and everything. So he was brought there to be to be flown uh, via train and then flown to the US. So it's a very big deal, and and I just love how he made a uh, you know a very understated but but still very theatrical. Uh, Thing about about it like, like he appeared in his speech wearing his his uh sweatpants and 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 mm. basically that that the semi uh military looking kind of gear mm. like, right that mm. it wasn't a military uniform but it was like we're, we're thick in the middle of a war i don't have time to wear a suit and tie kind of feel to it like right yeah which was a you know stroke of genius like. and then and, and just um you know he's not a big size guy or what but but I think he had a lot of presence during his whole his whole speech and presentation, and even just the way he was presenting, he presented a flag, a Ukrainian flag that was uh, hoisted uh, from a uh, in a in one of the war zones. Uh, that was hoisted up in one of the war zones, and he presented it to Nancy Pelosi in Congress mm. uh, in a very awkward way as well. So it just felt very authentic, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's just. Like uh, just to correct uh the, the name it is it is Vladimir um mm -hmm. I think it's pronounced that way because it's spelled very differently from the Russia's Vladimir, Vladimir. yeah, yeah so it's yeah, Vladimir yeah. this is Vladimir um but yeah. I think like it yeah like uh, uh he's actually been on like a political tour you know, um discussing mm. his ten point peace plan uh which which mm. was rejected by the Kremlin in Russia but he's been talking mm -hmm. to Modi he's been talking to Biden he's um, I'm guessing not all of them are physical face to faces, but it just mm. it's it's fucking insane because I saw a video that Al Jazeera Al Jazeera put out 
and said that I think 70% of people in, in Kiev are without electricity. Um, it, and mm. it's winter there, no? and the winters there are probably bitter as hell. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and it's just like, wow, like, you know, most of the world is in festive mode, but Ukraine, mm. it, it's almost now like the Ukraine-Russia war is like, okay, it's in the background, you know, it happens. Oh yeah, how's the Ukraine-Russia war? Oh, it's still ongoing. Because um, mm. for a while it was, the whole world was talking about it. Like, now it's gone mm. so long mm. and and if you try and read up, basically no one's optimistic about some sort of peace process um, mm. and there are 10,000 ways that this could end, but none of them are like, they're what they call the Hollywood ending, like, you know, where there's like mm. fucking shake hands and, and it stops. Like. And it just, mm. it's mind-blowing. Like. It's mind-blowing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's what, uh, I think he's been able to do very well. Keep keep the whole conflict still, uh, you know, in the minds of everyone, normal mm. people, in the minds of the US, the, the general public and everything. And, 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 and you know, has, has, they're very uh, strong images of him at the front lines, or him standing in solidarity with his people on the ground, wearing his military, semi-military fatigues slash sweatpants, uh, you know, and, and yeah, he even, he also delivered a Christmas message that calling for, you know, uh, solidarity and, you know, we don't have heat, but we will hug each other and keep each other warm or something like that, I'm paraphrasing. But yeah, just, just very like, um, presenting himself as the, as a man of the people and fighting alongside them like, very well. Yeah. And I mean, to the point that even, like Emmanuel Macron, the French president, mm. has been criticized for copying Zelensky's 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 style. No, mm. did you see, yeah. did you hear that? It was back, it was back in March no. and all that. But um, like what you said, like I think Zelensky. Um, I mean, I can't imagine him having that much time or mental space to think about how best to present himself. Which is why mm. people see him as like, oh fuck, this guy is really like in the thick of battle. Like. But there was a mm. picture in March that went around with Emmanuel Macron, like a bit unshaven. You know, not <laughs> in a suit. And people were saying, yeah. yo, man, you're trying to copy uh, Zelensky's Zelensky style. Like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. like what you said, like, you know, that whole image of like, I'm in the midst of shit that is occupying my mind so much that I cannot be as prim and proper as I normally am. Like. Yeah, yeah. Remember, I mean, speaking of that, it was kind of like, um, I remember you watched the World Cup final. Macron was there for the final because it was France versus Argentina, right? And uh, I think after the after France lost and all, Macron had to go. He had to go down and be part of the the entourage that presented the the medals and the trophies and everything. And I just found it funny how I mean, cannot say funny lah, but I'm sure he's sad like, as the French president. But he still had to, you know, try and look like stately and and and, and congratulate the Argentinian players and everything. But he had this like he's just pulling a really long face throughout the whole ceremony and then just like. Like so sad to be there, and I'm just imagining. Oh God, he probably is like, why do I still have to be here to to do this? I just want to go back and cry because my country lost and everything. But he still had to like, okay, present the World Cup medal, congratulate Argentina, you know, uh, comfort all his guys. So yeah, it's a. I guess it's what you have to do as a politician, right? You know, put on, basically represent the feelings of your country at any point of time, no matter what the occasion is, whether you you're in the World Cup final and you lost or you won or. In the middle of a war, it's all yeah. It's just part of the theater that comes with being a politician, right? And there was also he cannot allow criticism. Right? Oh yeah, um, yeah. Because the opposition parties in France were saying, "Yo, man, if you are there, you are politicizing it. All the pictures mm, you took mm. hugging Mbappe and all. Of course, yeah. it's fucking great for propaganda, right? So yeah, so yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, I also yeah, was wondering, like, hey, why is he there? Like, uh, yeah, why is he there's there? no other yeah. political leader. 
But you can imagine mm. it's basically being there with the French players and the French, or the opposition the parties. They're probably like, ah, oh, shit, fuck this guy. Uh, he's he's getting he's getting at a time when the country needs to be together. He's there lah. So mm-hmm. yeah, like, it's the theatrics I mean, it, Yeah, and it's it's it's. I mean, there's no more. That it's probably the world's most viewed like. Tele- yeah. televised event right so yeah. it's it's eyeballs on him and and uh yeah even you know it's it's i guess it's just part of the pol- political thing like they know how to play the game and, and yeah. they're all playing it the different ways like, yeah that's why just like when you said oh he feels sad and all how like fuck like he doesn't feel a thing like he's a politician <laughs> no I, I say feel sad as in let's say a team that you support even as cynical as you are probably even your own team uh. Yeah, even a Roy, uh, royal family, Roy, Roy Nung, Roy Nung or Amos Yee, if Singapore is playing the World Cup final, I, I could imagine they they'd be watching also, lah, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless how you feel about the country, so yeah. it's just yeah, lah, like what you said. Like I mean, you can just watch the match, but you don't have to necessarily be part of the troop that has to be on the on the pitch and and you know be like a salt bay and then uh, take have appear in photos with all the players and all that, lah, right? Yeah, lah, yeah, lah. correct. So correct. yeah, lah. it's it's a uh, it's a very calculated choice, lah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, since we are talking about Ukraine, um, we mm. will just put like a a link in the show notes if you want to like just contribute anything, um, because they're like uh they they I think the situation there is still super dire, la. and there's mm-hmm. there's a bunch of links on this one website where if you want to support in any way, it's there, man. If you want to yeah. spread some 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 love. And I, I think we've mentioned it before that uh, that Singapore, the ex Singapore actor Ix Shen is there in yeah. Ukraine, and I, I think he's he also. he is he's been posting a lot of uh, things on social media, and it, it's not a sponsored post or anything like right? I'm just yeah, pointing out not. that he's got an on the ground. Uh, I think he's done quite well in documenting whatever is happening on the ground in 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 a way that you know only only an actor, you know, someone who understands social media better, can. So yeah, it's it's pretty interesting like, just to uh, watch his post and just understand how the mood on the ground is amongst other people. Like, yeah, yeah, man, cool. But yeah, okay. that's number two. Now. So Harish, you have the privilege. Uh, you have the privilege of of bringing us home with the number one. So the number one search term of uh uh twenty twenty two trending searches in Singapore. Um. Yeah, this one is like I was surprised, lah. I was surprised. Were you surprised? Oh, really? Uh, it, I mean, it's surprising, but after, but it, it totally makes logical sense, lah, to me. True, lah, yeah. true, lah. But after you, after you know what it is, yeah, yeah. And the word is is wait. I think I think there's there's actually a an effect that we can play, you no? Know, called oh, a, really? like a drum roll, really, using this. Go for it. Area. Yes. Okay. Okay, uh, we, I think we need a drum roll for a drum roll. Can you hear it? Is it? I don't hear anything. But maybe it's recorded on your kind end, I don't know. Fuck all drum roll is that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we'll, okay. Get, we'll get yeah. Tristan to insert a drum roll right there. <laughs> yeah, we, we keep it real. We keep it real with that. Fuck all drum roll. Um, yeah, but the, yes, yeah. the, the, the word, the most searched term in Singapore for 2022 is Wordle. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you've been living under a rock, Wordle is actually this this online game la, that mm. blew up during the pandemic. Um, mm, I think mm. it was in 2021 October when the creator yeah. made it public and mm. it fucking went apeshit viral. And yeah. 
in 2022, it got acquired by the New York Times for a seven-figure mm. sum in January. Yep. yep. And uh, why 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 are you so surprised that it's uh it's number one? Ah, uh, like like you like you like I was surprised, but the more I thought about it, I was like, oh okay, this this makes sense lah, because. It's something that I think people still play today. Uh, apparently, mm. the New York mm. Times said it brought in millions of new users uh, to play Wordle and some of the other games when they consolidated everything. Um, mm. And I think I do see every once in a while on social media people sharing their Wordle score. Uh, so mm. I was like, oh, okay, mm. la, it's still it's still ongoing. La. It's it's almost like the crossword puzzle. La. It's, it's here to stay. La. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's such a... Uh, uh, brilliant uh, little simple game that has captivated everyone in the last year. Yeah. Uh, if you think about it, it's a lot like, uh, it's a, uh, to quote an article I, I read, it's a lexical version of Mastermind. Mm. Remember that game, that old yeah, game yeah. that uh, if you ever took the SQ flight, then they'll, they'll give kids this little yeah, box correct, correct. with the colored packs uh, and then it's actually a Mastermind game. I can't imagine why why they were used to give you those games because those little packs are so tiny. I can imagine any kid just like swallowing it. Like, right? <laughs> But um, yeah, they it's a they they describe it as a lexical version of Mastermind, yeah. and it's uh the the beauty of it I think is day and age because it really is in the fact that um it, it's perfect for this era because it's one word it's one word a day, basically mm. you're presented one puzzle a day, uh so it's not too taxing on the brain. In fact, you think about it, a crossword, a daily crossword is quite taxing on the brain and. More likely than not, most people can only solve like 40, 30, 40% of a crossword puzzle, right? Mm. So, but this is just one word that you do every day. Um, you know, you can, then the best part is you can share your result, uh, in, in terms of how many guesses you took to, to play the game, to, to win the game. Um, so everyone's talking about the same word and everyone's also understanding, you know, this is how, how much, how difficult it was or how simple it was for you to guess this word. And you can share your progress without giving any spoilers about what the actual puzzle is. That's yeah. the beauty of it. Also, you know those color, the colored squares, the color grid that you would use to share to show how well you did today's world. So that's why it just, I think, is captivated people. It, it tapped into people's uh, urge to need to share how well they they were playing the game and all. Um, plus, yeah, it was just simple enough for people to just pick up and and you know, in the midst of doing laundry or the midst of taking care of kids, you got one minute, you can just start playing Wordle, come back to it again later. So yeah, it's just such a brilliant little piece of, uh, of uh, it's such a brilliant little game that, that really, I understand why people are so hooked to it even even in 2022. Uh, did yeah. you did you get into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did I did for a while for, for a phase, you know, where I was like, go, I mean, I started late, lah, but I just went to the backlog and just started doing them every day. Never got into the habit of doing it every single day, but for a while, yeah, I was like just playing it for nonstop for a while, like, yeah. Oh, really? So you shared it with your friends and family and all? No, I didn't bother sharing, but I just played it just because uh, out of interest, like, yeah. Just, I think just the, the 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 whole a bit of a, a wheel of fortune kind of feel to it, like, yeah. I think I think what I find more amazing is actually the story behind Wordle. Are you mm, are you aware mm. of like how it was developed and and by who? Yeah, yeah, I am aware. But please, please enlighten. So, I mean, first of all, it's created by uh this just this solo developer called Josh mm. Wardle. Yeah, W A R D L E. Mm. So, so I mean, come on, man. That's that's a 
that's not really the reaction I was expecting from you, Terence. Uh, I would have appreciated no, was, a bit more was, enthusiasm. I was gonna say that's like Causeway Link, uh, the perfect, like the perfect <laughs> name, <laughs> the perfect name. So he actually created the game in 2013, no, um, mm. and it was inspired by Mastermind. Um, mm. And at at first, I think he just included all 13,000 possible five-letter words in the English language. But then mm. his wife um, had some difficulty recognizing some of the more obscure words, so she helped him trim it down to 2,000 uh, more common words. Um, mm, mm. Then in 2014, he finished the prototype, he lost interest, and then he put it aside. But during COVID, mm. when him and I think by then his wife um, got really into crossword puzzles and daily puzzles, they mm. they went back to this and they just started sharing it with their family. Yeah. And it was spreading, then he spread it with, uh, shared it with friends, and they shared it with friends. And then what caused the whole upswing, right, was, um, uh, I mean, he made it public in October, and then he found that it had become popular with a group of people in New Zealand who had created, mm. like, an emoji-style display of the guesses, which they shared mm. with friends. And then he thought, oh, shit, that's pretty cool. So he incorporated it into his app, which is what people mm. started sharing, like. Mm. And after that, it went ape, went ape shit because um, I think uh, on November first, uh, it, it there were ninety players, and mm. then by January there were three hundred thousand people, and a week yeah. after that there were two million people. Mm, mm, yeah. So it just went crazy, and and I mean even he said that uh, it was a bit overwhelming because it made him and his partner famous. There were so mm. many copycats that were coming out. Um, some guy who created another app called Wordle, incidentally, five years ago, which was a paid app, had 200,000 downloads in uh, one week. Wow. Because wow. people thought it was an actual game. So he donated a bunch of the proceeds to to uh, charities. Uh, so mm. when, when New York Times came and offered to acquire, uh, George, uh, the founder himself said, yeah, he had no intention of monetizing it and dealing with the copycats was becoming a headache. So he was like, yes, please take it off me. And mm, and he sold it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So so and he he came up with it when he was working at Reddit, and he actually came up with two other brilliant things for Reddit. I think this guy is like a how is it? Just a a, a genius at creating this kind of shit. The first was this thing called yeah. a button. Did you ever mm. hear of it? Yeah, I think we talked about it on the podcast, didn't we? No, uh, we talked about the place. Yeah, the place. Yes, yes, yes. Which yeah, was also yeah. something he created. Yeah, so so right. the place was like this thousand by thousand pixel thing on Reddit where any user could change uh, a pixel at a time. And it was left mm-hmm. open for months. Like, and the designs and images that came up were insane. The button was this thing where there was just a button on, on a page on Reddit. Uh, and there mm. was a 60 second timer. You press it, yeah. the timer resets. Mm-hmm. And the whole experiment was to see how long would it take for it to actually reach the zero and mm, it took mm. two months and four days. I see. So throughout yeah. that time, there was always someone who would press it. Like, and the moment it reached zero, it became like archived. Mm, I see, I see. Yeah, so whoa, so this guy is like fucking genius. And now he works for Mischief, the company that done, you know, the Satan shoes and like um, mm, 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 yeah. all those funky drops every two weeks. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like he's a guy who knows how to uh, play within the space of... Uh, Social media and yeah. and, and ma- marry a lot of the the you know the the basic human uh, instincts and tendencies we have with things that we do on media. Like I can imagine, like 
you know, when you're fidgeting or just sitting around and there's a button, you know, you just want to keep, you, 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 you can just keep pressing it. Like, cause I watch my child how, how he plays. Like, and sometimes he gets obsessive with like doing something just over and over again, just for the kick of seeing the light, light up and all that. Right. Mm. And it start slowly. Then the brain starts to, you know, you start to sink into this, like, let's play a game and see how long I can keep the light on kind of thing. Like. So, you know, that kind of instinctive human behavior, being able to map it into something digital and then run an experiment about it. It's just, a. It's very, it shows that this guy, you know, knows how to think laterally, right? Yeah, very it's interesting. cool, man. Super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool, super cool. Because I mean, something like Wordle is such a simple concept, but, you know, like like the fact that it's like mastermind, like, you know, that, that someone didn't come out of it before, given that mastermind was from the 70s and 80s and all, uh, it's kind of crazy, right? But uh, maybe maybe it's just now that apps and, and, and all that are so uh, uh, everywhere. It's so easy for people to play. That's why it really blew up and went viral, right? Yeah. I mean, even in Singapore, yeah. right, there was Wordlay that came up. Yeah, yeah. Right, so... All the spin-offs, right? Not the yeah, spin-offs, yeah, I mean, uh, adaptations. what do you call these? Like, tributes Adaptation. or, or adaptations. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but... but yeah, number one. Number kind of one. Number one. But because does it also tell you that how... Uh, yeah, Singaporeans love their mobile games, like, right? Their little mobile games. That, oh, that it was also the trending, the top trending search in the US for 2022. Oh, the US also. Okay. Uh, was it the top trending search in the world? Like, oh, the whole that world? one. That one. I That'd be, know. if it was the top trending search for the oh, world. Can I mean, check, you know, can check. Oh, that's actually amazing. interesting. Oh, shit. It was number one in the world as well. In the world. Wow. Goddamn. Wow. So the top that's 10 crazy, in the world. Huh? Yeah, actually, yeah. That, that's quite an interesting thing. The top 10 searches that were trending in 2022 globally was number, starting with 10 is the Indian Premier League, mm. Jeffrey mm. Dahmer, mm. iPhone 14, mm. India versus West Indies, World mm, Cup, okay. yep. India versus South Africa, Queen mm. Elizabeth, Ukraine, mm. India versus mm. England, Wordle. Mm. So I think India has a oh. lot of influence on the global searches on Google. Yeah. Because yeah. Google's not in China, right? Yeah, that's right. And and uh yeah, it kinda of tells you how like how many people watch cr- cricket, la, imagine. Oh my god. Imagine you know? creating something that became the ser- most searched thing in the world. Holy More so god. than more so than cricket, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. I think that's that, that's probably a bigger thing that, you know, your name is forever etched in history. And, and you know internet history or just generally history compared to just being bought out by the New York Times uh, right yeah I think the fact that for that 2022 your something you created was the most searched term in the world that's pretty Fuck, crazy that is insane yeah. Wardle Wardle wow. kudos to Josh jo- Josh Wardle yeah cool so that, right. that that wraps up our top 10 most trending searches uh in uh, Singapore for 2022, man. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And uh, always brings us to, I think for the, for the, for the year, this will be our final, um, our final one shot comment. So yeah, do you want to, do you want to bring us home with what your one shot comment is? It's not going to be a one shot comment of the year. It's just one shot comment okay. of the past yeah. few days. Yeah. The past couple of days. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, correct. Past couple of days. And, uh, I guess, uh, one should comment. There, there was just a comment from longtime commenter Jungle Jimbo just asking uh, if uh, I could do a review of the follow-up for Avatar 2, uh, which I mm. haven't seen mm. yet. 
And I'm actually surprised that not many people are keen to watch it. Uh. Are you keen to watch yeah. it? Yeah. Um, not entirely, uh, no, not really. How come? Uh, uh, I'm super keen. No. I can't find anyone. <laughs> but you still haven't watched it, la, right? I haven't watched it. La, you I claim to be it. super keen. Are oh, you watched already? <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. I want to oh, watch it with someone. La. I want to watch it with someone. You say super keen, but, but you have all these conditions to it. You're sounding hey, like a Megan Markle. What all these conditions? I want to watch with someone, like, la, dude. You're sounding like a Megan Markle. You say Fuck one thing, you, and then you do another. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. Megan Markle me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so but, I mean, but, uh, there are yeah, mixed not, reviews, not, la, right? The mixed reviews is one thing, but it's like, I mean, I'm just trying to, like, am I that interested to really go go back to that world and revisit those characters? Like, I wasn't, I don't even remember much about the characters from the first movie already, like, yeah. What was it? Well, I, I, really I just like remember the, the movie, spectacle yeah. that, yeah, I remember the spectacle of, like, 3D, you know, 3D uh, films and all that at the point in time when you're wearing those glasses and, oh, wow, it looked amazing, but... I haven't, yeah, 3D has died, you know, obviously. I think people just got sick of wearing glasses and feeling, uh, looking stupid and feeling stupid when watching films. Mm. And uh, yeah, you realize you don't need that, that 3D spectacle to enjoy a good film like Top Gun, Top Gun Mavericks, for example, right? True, it's like, just true. really awesome visuals and a good story and all. So the the, the cell, that there isn't that same kind of like oh look at this technology and what it can do you mm. must watch it because of this technology but that's it it's still a, it still crossed a billion dollars in box office already like right Avatar. yeah it did it did yeah crazy so, but yeah yeah I mean I, I should you probably gonna, watch it la. I'll probably watch it yeah, even yeah, if it's yeah. a loan even if it's a loan yeah. I'll watch it yeah because I think you've mentioned how you were blown away by all that before la. yeah yeah not so much but the effects I think just the escapism la. it's just an escape la. It's a, yeah, it's a fan, yeah, fantasy escape. Yeah, I thought it's you like you, the I thought you huh? like the love making, the love making that they do with the tails, the blue tails <laughs> in the show. That's your jam. That's why you're exactly. So That's what I wish it. for every morning. <laughs> the escapism. Like, let me get up with a tail that I can make love with. Exactly. Yeah, you can. Make, Hasn't come make, through yet, lah. Hasn't come through yet. You can make love with the tail. You can switch on lights with the tail. You Not make love tickle, with tickle the tail. Plants. Oh no. Use the tail with, to make use love. Use the tail to make love. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Not, Not make love with the tail. Make love with the tail. There's other tail. things you can make love with. Yeah. Make love with the tail, yeah. But yeah. what about you, man? But yes. What's your one-shot uh, comment? I think, the, I think the one-shot comment was uh, with regards to our episode 351 about the vacant BTO prices. It's just, it's just a very interesting topic. Like, you know, there's a lot of um, I mean, generally, there are a lot of opinions about it. So I think Advanced Classroom 15 just posted that no other country I know, talking about Singapore, la, guarantees public housing. In North America, we rent until we can save enough money to buy a house on the open market. HDB and BTO is really unique, right? Mm. And uh, I think yeah, that triggered another comment that, that from Extreme Virus that um, yeah, there are many days where I couldn't fathom the current BTO prices, but when I read the world news and posts like this, I think Singaporeans are so blessed to have a reasonable chance to own your own flat. Even if you can't, there are many governments, there's much government support out there to assist you. So hashtag count your blessings, hashtag stop grumbling people, hashtag political party neutral. So yeah, I mean, it's 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 cool that we get comments like that where, where people are saying that, you know, uh, are we really that's just navel gazing a little too much and, and not understanding that in the larger scheme of things we're actually very lucky that we even have this 
chance to own public housing, whether or not it's too expensive or, or, or priced out of reach, la, right? Mm. But I mean, then other countries also have a chance, what, since it's not guaranteed. I mean, Singapore is also not uh, guaranteed, right? Yeah, no, no, but, but it's just the availability and, and I, I Maybe think... Maybe the quality, uh, la, the quality of public the quality, housing. The quality, the fact that we're still building, you know, even we're still building public housing at a, you know, a relatively high uh, rate to to try and match demand and all that. So I think that's... And the quality, yeah, the quality of it ultimately. I mean, you look at some of the, 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 the you know, the, the newer projects and, and the kind of facilities that are there. You can't imagine that being public housing anywhere else in the world, right? Yeah. But that one wow, feels like... Uh, I guess, yeah, okay, bit, we, can, we can keep it positive la, for now. In the sense that, yeah, la, the public housing in Singapore is, is, a, is of a high quality, but feels like mm-hmm. wow, there's a lot more to uncover here. Yeah. Of course, of course. I'm, I'm just highlighting this as one comment that is uh, slightly, uh, you know, puts puts things in context a little bit also when you think about it. Yeah. Puts a smile. Sweet, yeah. man. And yeah, and what's a, right. what's a general one-shook thing that put a smile on your face? Um, general one-shook thing that put a smile on my face. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe you want to go first. Uh. I just, okay. I, there's a couple that I'm just uh, trying to think through. Uh. My one, yeah. it's, um, I mean, you know, now there's like all this talk of like um, uh, AI this, AI that, you know, like creating uh, art from like uh, images and all. There's this one mm. website that I've been kind of following over the past two years and it's called Runway ML. I don't mm. know if it's been a show thing before, but they're basically like, you know, like if you use Canva for photos, then mm. if you maybe use Adobe Premiere for editing, if you're uh, like invest in editing software, Runway is yeah. trying to do come up with like a suit of uh, features that that deal that use AI to create art la. and mm. I think you know like the turning point I think uh, in November or December when this thing called Chat GPT three went live and now yeah. everyone's talking yeah. about AI and all. I think Runway ML. Uh, I just checked out their website and the the amount of features they have is fucking astounding. And mm. if you look at what can be done with their software, it is insane. Um, and it is one of the things that makes me a bit more excited because generally I'm damn scared of like AI. I still haven't gotten over the hump mm. yet. Um, mm. But you look at it and you can sign up for free. Uh, you can create a few projects to play around, but it generally looks super exciting. Like again, uh, maybe the, my one show thing is this one video they put out of of the kinds of things they can do with their software. And I've gone in and played around with it. And what you see in the video, it is achievable with their software. Mm, mm, it's 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 crazy. Like they, some things you can, um, the basic things like, okay, remove background and all. You can make blur images sharper, but you can also, like you have two images, uh, like, you know, you take those rapid fire photos and all. They yeah. can help you create a video out of just photos and, I don't know. It's just it's just uh, pretty insane, pretty insane. And I'm also trying to be so, more open to using these yeah. kind of things to create shit, lah. So well, why do, why do you say you uh, you 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 can't get over the hump about AI? Uh, when I, I what, see what, what, what companies that are writing scripts or companies that mm. are solely focused on removing the need of actors, I'm like, oh mm. shit. Uh, uh, because you you think about a newscaster or something, that one totally mm. can be with AI. Right, someone who an AI yeah. uh, avatar that speaks multiple languages and shit like that. Then I'm like, oh shit, is that something that we need to kind of embrace? So it's still, I'm still a little apprehensive about it, lah. 
Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, they're, they're, um, I think there was a hard fork. Uh, this is not my one show thing, but there was a hard fork. Uh, a hard fork episode. I think it's a hard fork's a tech podcast that I think it's by New York Times or The Verge. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, like, they basically tasked Chat GPT with writing the script for their podcast. Mm. And and they just said, just they just all they typed in was like, please write me a snazzy tech-focused, uh, edgy uh, script for a podcast. And uh, what came out was, was I mean, it was kind of plain vanilla, kind of generic, but it was still a usable script, like, you know, for intro and everything. <laughs> so can you imagine, you know, us like, uh, can we write uh, an edgy podcast that discusses current affairs? Can you write an intro for an edgy podcast that discusses current affairs? You know, we, we, might, we might not have to do all that, that seven-minute ramble flair. about your wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might not have to do a seven-minute ramble about flat. how your conversation, your conversation uh, skills or talk about your wedding. You just read off a script and then just jump right into the topics, uh, you know? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I think it's the That's fastest app word, to man. ever reach a million users. I think Angry Birds you know, was... chat GPT? Yeah, uh, in five, oh, in five okay, days. Okay. Angry Birds see, took 35 days. Pinterest took four months. Facebook yeah. took a year yeah. or something. Yeah. Crazy. And the scary thing is that they, they, chat GPT is like, it's really old technology in the AI world already, apparently. Yeah, yeah, correct. Like, like apparently, like, there's uh, the next version of whatever the iteration is going to be, it's going to be like, this is like 10 times as much uh, data that, that the the AI has to work with. And also, it's, we're, we're, even Crazy. with ChatGPT, we're so impressed, but we're not, not so impressed, we're already so blown away. Can you imagine the next iteration coming up? Honestly, I think there's technology yeah. out there that if we feed mm. all 352 hours of our podcast in, they can mm. do our podcast talk about yeah. current affairs without us having to do anything, which scares yeah. the shit out of me. <laughs> it scares the that, shit yeah. out of me. Yeah. So, yeah, it always, but, you know, like like what we always talk about folklore, there's always that human element of yes, the conversation. That, exactly. That we're still, <laughs> you can't, you can't replicate lah, and, and I still believe that's the case. Lah, yeah. I yeah. believe that too, man. Yes. Just the, the awkwardness and then, the, you know, people, the, the the back and forth like it's kind of like the fencing tangents. Like, yeah. the tangents yeah, yeah, yeah tangents, tangents you go on yeah that's the beauty of conversation that it's not there's no like list of questions you get through you know it's just you just sort of react exactly. reacting and, and and it's kind of like a very delicate dancer uh, yeah but yes um my one yeah. short thing for the I guess for the year uh, no not for the year I mean for for this it's, it's kind of like related to being self reflective all that it's this YouTube channel that I recently just got into is called Nerdstalgic Gaming. Um, and it's it's not a small channel. It's really got 661,000 subscribers. But they basically talk about the stories of like gaming franchises. And, uh, you know, they look back at what happened to these gaming franchises. Like, and so, they, they you know, games like any, the gaming industry, like any other uh, entertainment industry is is driven largely by economics and not just about what what games are the you know people want to play and all that. So they 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 go into they delve into the history of of different gaming franchises and try to explain like what's why certain gaming franchises that you learned that were so beloved last time, uh you know how come they, after a while they they died off or nobody talked about them or they didn't make sequels to them and things like that. So um I think the one that was pretty interesting for me was. Uh, the 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 video was the tragic past and uncertain future of Dead Space, which is a game that came out in the two thousands and it's now is about to be re released or re remastered or remade for the latest generations. So they go into the 
economics and and the, the and and why the game after the first game came out, you know, it changed and failed and subsequently was cancelled and now it's coming back and making a comeback. So this is a pretty interesting take on the the history of game franchises, which I don't I don't think there's enough literature out, out there. Uh, especially considering that how how big gaming is a part of a lot of people's lives, a lot of their childhood. We don't talk a lot about the you know people's emotions and 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 uh, the childhood memories of playing all these games, uh, which I think mm. uh, bit by bit you'll get a bit more. People will be start realizing, hey, there's so much of my childhood that's embedded within things that happen with these games and also. Uh, this is a good place did, to start did you play this channel. Space? Yeah. Did you play this Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, in fact, this space was something I played in the 2000s. I played for a while. Then it just got too scary because it's a horror game. La. It got too scary for me to finish back then. Um, but I think just recently because I got into the Xbox Game Pass and all, I just like played uh, the, you know, the old version of it again and I actually completed the game this time with oh, a bit it? more like, yeah, with my, like just, gripping onto my balls I just got like powered through the game even though it's still scary and all uh. but to me it was like maybe now balls, maybe now I'm you... more like uh, yeah the, sorry you wanted to how you hold the controller how you <laughs> and your balls uh, and your balls no but yeah, it's really it's a really scary game it's like one of those games that like I, I don't I, I try to sit further away from the TV because it's it's like it? scary like, yeah Mm, and oh, I don't. I, I play with like the volume almost like sometimes I try to play without any any sound at all because the, the 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 jump scares are really scary. Yeah, but you enjoyed it, like you enjoyed but, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's a it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a, actually all these games are they're more like puzzle games more than than like really first person shooters, la. So mm. so they use the space to create. They they use the physical space within the game to create puzzles that you have to solve and overcome. So so it's a very it's not that kind of crazy Fortnite or whatever fast paced game. It's a very slow moving one player game that is quite rare these days, like yeah. Mm. Uh so yeah, I enjoyed it and uh it's coming back I think next month. It's gonna be re released. Oh not re released, like sorry. Um remade for the, the new generation of consoles. And wow. uh yeah, it's it has gone through, you know, it it became a very different thing with its sequels and then it got cancelled and now it's coming back and uh, yeah, it's just so it's just interesting that someone is doing video essays on these issues, uh, yeah, on these games, uh, yeah. Wow, sweet. You, you might find some games that you played in your childhood that that Tomb Raider, uh, <laughs> maybe uh, Tomb Raider, <laughs> Tomb Raider. I'm, I'm saying games, lah, <laughs> not 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 stuff that you were that you were just googling at like Angelina yeah, Jolie's a, poster and all that, lah. Yeah. Hey, that's a movie. I played the game. Okay, I played the game. <laughs> I for like five game. minutes, right? Then after that, the rest no, of it, you just like... Game. I completed the game. I completed the 2 Raider 2. Wow, Harish, Harish played and completed the game. <laughs> yes, yeah, I okay. did. And Metal Gear Solid. Those yeah. are the only oh, two Metal games Gear I completed in wow. my life. Wow, not bad, uh, man. Harish, not bad. I think you'll be, you'll be invited to an eSports team at some point just exactly. from your, your resume of having completed those That's two games. That's my side hustle. <laughs> eSports, eSports. Cool man. Actually, yeah, so yeah, Wordle, Wordle yeah. you never even play, right? You don't you never even play Wordle, right? I played a few times. I played a few times. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I couldn't get into it. Uh. Couldn't get into the number one most searched Google <laughs> trend in the world. Uh. Yeah. It's not cool enough for you. It's still a nerds. It's a nerds thing, right? No, yeah, I'm different, <laughs> la. I'm unique, la, bro. I'm unique. Uh, okay, okay. But yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. So that's that's it for twenty twenty two, man. 
yeah, 353 episodes in, and we, now we move on to 2023, right? 2023, same thing, yeah. three times a week. And yeah, there's a lot of shit that we are planning for 2023. And it's going to be yeah. fucking exciting, man. Fucking exciting. And yeah, so you ho- hope you guys have a very yalla but, uh New Year. Coming yeah. up. I said New Year celebration. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, what's a yalla but New Year mean? Well, what a yalla but holiday, what does that mean? I think I think a Yalabad New Year's okay, it's it's counting down to New Year's in every time zone. Because uh, it's always about considering other perspectives. Oh, so that means what your New Year celebration lasts for twelve hours. Uh, every yes, every hour every hour yeah, yeah, like counting down and celebrating. Uh. I mean technically the time zones are thirty minutes apart, so it's twenty four. Twenty four times to count uh, down. Okay, twenty four times, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, is it forty eight? It's 48, um, what? It's 24 40, hours a day, oh, right? Yeah. But time difference, what's the maximum time difference from, from here? Uh, from, oh, I don't, from, from, another, from the other side of the world. Can't be more than 12 hours, alright. Is oh, it yeah, not 14? Is it 16? 18? I can't remember, yeah. Maybe, maybe it is. No, there has to be like a whole 24 hours, right? But cannot be what? Because sense, if it's 24 hours, that just means that if you're, you're in Changi, <laughs> if you're in Changi, you go one side of the world, Jurong is 24 hours behind. Yeah, be yeah, I don't know. Cannot be. Yeah, wait. That's <laughs> wrong. So it can't be 24 hours. It's, cannot be. It's, it's not 24 I, hours. It's not 24 yeah. hours. And it wouldn't uh, make sense that you step off the coast of Changi and then it's a different different time <laughs> zone, a, right? Yeah. I think it's so, split up yeah. into 30 minutes. Like, but oh, that's a question for the ages, man. And so but probably only... Yeah, okay. A Yalabad Christmas. I think it's that yeah. you 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 be that guy at the countdown or you that person at the countdown when when everyone's like counting down five, four, three, and then you're and then they're oh happy new and then you're the pros- that guy asking, actually what's so happy about this whole occasion? <laughs> it's just it's just the passing of time, right? It's like what's there to celebrate really, you know. So that's a that to me that's that's the essence of what a Yalabad uh That's true. Uh, right? New Year's about. Uh, you know, you're always that guy so, asking the extra question. Uh. The guy poking, la, right? The guy yeah, yeah, poking. poking like we mentioned at the, the start. Poker, la, yeah. Correct, correct. What's so happy? Correct. You can just say it's New Year's. Yeah, that's it's factual, just New Year's. Yeah, right? Nothing happy, right? happy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> nothing happy. Yeah. Cool. So, so to we're all Yalabad listeners, yeah. what are you going to say? It's New Year's. It's New Year's. Yalabad New Year's. New Year's, yeah. It's New Year's. So, yeah, it's have a New, new Year. Yeah. Yeah, have a new year. <laughs> Here's a new year for you. Yeah. Here's a new year for you. Have a new year, guys. Have a new year. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, cool. but yeah, thanks everyone for listening this whole year and yeah, we will thanks. talk to you all in 2023.